Hello and welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. And I'm Brian Moss. <laughs> Special guest in the house, Brian Moss. And Cartoonist Kayfabe is brought to you by the comics that we make. My latest comics, Hulk Grand Design, in stores now. And the Oversized Treasury will be in stores in January 2023. So pre-order that one today. And Street Angel Deadly Scroll Alive, back in print from Image after almost a year. You can pick that up wherever you find books. Outer Heaven number one is from Brian Moss. His uh, comic, written, drawn, color, published by him. Issue number two, On the Way. And The Eightfold Path, illustrated by Brian Moss, available now wherever books are sold. And uh, Red Room, The Antisocial Network, and Trigger Warnings, Ed Piscor's latest comics. Both of these collections are out today. You can find them wherever you buy books or comics, and they are self-contained. So whichever one you come across is the perfect place to start uh, for complete self-contained stories, but plus a lot of great back matter. So pick these up today wherever you buy books. But we are here today to look at something very special and near and dear to my heart. What do well, we have here, Brian? <laughs> we have an original Alex Toth. I feel like I am not worthy. <laughs> this is from the 50s. Yeah. Which is pretty wild. I received this as a gift, and the idea of just receiving it, I was like, I didn't even know what it was. I mean, I knew it was Alex Toth, and like, I'm a big fan, always been a fan. But then I was, but I wasn't familiar with it at all. And so that's what we're going to reveal today and talk about the techniques and uh, maybe some of the narrative behind this seductive image. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, what, what captures your attention off the bat, it's, it's, a, it's a static image, not a comic page. So that begs the question, back in the 50s, a lot of illustrating opportunity for a guy who could sling some ink. So what, the, what, is, what could this be from? Uh, I do like to see that wherever this was published is treated with the same disrespect from the printer <laughs> as those old comic pages, right. you know, just to cut it off the platter or whatever when they make their signatures. It's so bizarre, and I've never had that fully explained, like all the cut-up corners and, and pieces it's, it's, of originals. It's, it's, it's far, as, far, as far as I understand, when they put it down on the thing, they make their signature or whatever, right? I think there's, you know, like the eight platter, like it should just taped down. And instead of like untaping and all that, they just whoosh, whoosh, take it to, no. take take the sword to it. That's brutal. Um, the fifties. I think he moves to California, Toth, in the early fifties, late forties, somewhere around that that time period. So you've got things like animation, and of course, Toth known for a lot of great animation work. You see a little bit of those qualities here, and that this is just line work. I always think of Alex Toth as being great, you know, composing his blacks and whites. But here we're just seeing open line work. And some lines that I don't associate with him, you know, like very kind of like lively. If you're going to do a single image, put some life into it. And how do you do that? And you see it with these kind of like kind of wild lines yeah. for him. It all it all makes sense when when we reveal when we drop the hammer. But we want to say me. I was going to acknowledge that as well because it's interesting with this line weight. This is a very like Paul Pope kind of tangent line, you know. So it's kind of see to it's kind of cool to see this really radical, confident idea of line weight there. Yeah, also because he's so known for using pens and markers and things like that, which is a much more like a dumb line, kind yeah, of a mm -hmm. flat line. Exactly. And here, like you can see, these are brush strokes, a lot of them, if not all of them. Yeah, so a little different for uh, Alex Toad. Yeah, uh, this is pen, you mm -hmm. know, and it's yeah. like, like marker pen, you know, not dip pens or anything like that. So he is using uh, some fine liners, you know, early in his practice, even though he is slinging a heck of a brush right there. But I think one of the great uh, pieces to this is it is kind of two pieces of art in one if you want to flip it. Yeah, let's check it out, guys. So check this stuff out, man. I, off the bat, I noticed the X. Yes. Yep. So master of composition, mm -hmm. uh, 
might not even be there at this point in the you know the 50s you know like it's it's the later comics mm -hmm. when he starts having that cool lettering style and shit that uh the compositions are off the chain every panel but seeing that is a cool that's a good one and the other composition thing is you see the blue line that's i'm assuming like live area we see that a lot in pre-printed pages and he is going right up to it yeah like really trying to use that full space and by doing that that's a level of confidence that is very because you know once you get close to that line you have a choice to make you know what i mean and for him to actually like you'll notice the weight of the character's feet right there like that's like something that's very intentional and very confident and it's like it goes back to that contrapposto idea that he always uses you know with that counterweight and that's a perfect example of that yeah there's fantastic weight weight on this thing man mm -hmm. these confident pencil strokes yeah. just these swooping lines makes me think of animation you know the great animators it's like they find that one perfect line and, and get it in there man and you see it too like on things like one line for your hat yeah it's like come on <laughs> but, there, but, but, there, but there is decision making you know it's like do we see the top of this cowboy hat right. and and like you know with the reveal it's like guess what we don't Exactly. We and don't. Even, he's, he's given himself opportunity to make some choices. Mm -hmm. And then there's the apparent ones with like the stripes in the pants, right? The choices he starts to make by the, taking things away is what key, what's key about Toth with yes. his economy. Master yes. of reduction. Yeah. And this is a prime example of that because like once you consider that, it kind of creates this like p reinforced pattern that um, is like contrast to that swoop. So it doesn't really function that well, and it actually interferes with that leg. So for him to pull back that much and to trust the viewer is very impressive, actually. You know what I see in this line, Ed? I just got a piece of uh, Jeff Darrow, a drawing by I, Jeff I Darrow about and Pencil. And, it, and it, we talk about, like, it's a heavy, you know, it's kind of a soft lead and a heavy line. I see some of that here. Absolutely. Like it's a, that's mm -hmm. a, when I pencil, I'm penciling light. And, you know, I'm inking on, on my pencils usually, so I want to be able to erase them. But this kind of, like, bold drawing, I just don't see it very often. I wonder if it comes from... when I see it. Yeah, I wonder if it comes from animation. It could be. You know, yeah. see a lot of just one line, which I think of as animation. Yeah, and, and he's doing some stuff just in ink. You know, he's given the indication of where the bullets go. He'll finish that off, you know, in pen. I love this little piece of drapery here. When you see it in the pencil form, like, I feel... You know, Jaime Hernandez will do that kind of drapery. Mm -hmm. Softens up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, in the in the final uh, piece, it is cool to see like which details make it. Which of those fold lines actually get to yeah. the inked version? Now, in those 1950s, 1957 to be exact, in terms of publication, a lot of opportunity for an ink slinger, a lot of opportunity for for an illustrator, man. So. Guys, should we do it? Should we reveal? Let's do it. Where this piece comes from? <laughs> <laughs> Bam. <laughs> a motherfucking Buffalo Bill Jr. and Calamity coloring book. Isn't that wild? He did the whole piece. Like, he didn't yeah. do this. Yeah, but you can see pictures by Alexander Toth, so getting getting credit for it. You know what? This actually, that may be a Toth, maybe a little yeah, touch that's up. that's a little that bit of a tangent there, that chin. Yeah. But some of the other pieces do remind me of him, especially in that. Let's that take it to the like exact standard. piece for a minute. Um, maybe pull out the OG art and, mm -hmm. and put it right here. Yeah, say the side by side, you can edit directly. All right. Look at that. It's to scale, which is like really kind of wild to see how it matches up exactly so go ahead and flip that over now look at those so now we can see the reveal of all the edits so let's go through those we got like the pants there because it gets really nuanced he's 
completely removed the holster on the pants. Mm -hmm. Anything with complexity, you know, a lot of drapery on mm -hmm. the on the um skirt, the braid of her hair. Yeah, it simplifies that a lot. Yeah, removes oh. the the uh, spurs on the back of the boot. And I wonder if that's something like with the gun being taken away and the spurs being taken away, if the editor's going, this is a kid's it's thing, like, we yeah. can't have any sharp edges. <laughs> Not, nothing even remotely But it's okay uh, for the BDSM, though. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, weird uh, changes to the rope where, like, parts oh, of the yeah. rope were taken off for some reason. It is very, like, from an editorial standpoint, those feel strange. But, yeah, like, you see his, like, necktie or bandana, no, none of the folds in that. Yeah, yeah, taking lots of the drapery away. And it's interesting if, I know this is gonna be a weird little tangent, but if you see that ear in the pencil, he has that like shadow line behind it, or just like a double line, and then he reduces it down to just the one line there. That's actually interesting because it's like everything's so tight in the pencils already that that kind of looks like he made a mistake. And he's like, okay, I'll just correct it in inking almost. You know what I mean? It's like the only, it's not even a mistake, but it's like the only time yeah. I see an extra mark where he might might regret it. You know what I mean? What if we just uh, do a quick quick flip through some of this, man? Yeah. yeah absolutely. Brian, thanks so much for uh, sharing this this piece of art with the, oh, yeah, dude, with totally. the audience. Yeah, many years of inspiration. It's really interesting to think about this because it probably coincides with Toth, uh, one of his fights with comics publishers and editors when he might have not had comics work at the moment. So, gotta keep drawing, gotta keep paying those bills, and uh, what do you do, man? Find, find a job, whatever job you can with C art. Coloring books are always viable, it's as you know, crazy as that may sound, mm -hmm. um, but when I, when I was in art school, there were teachers there who, whose job that week was to draw a fucking coloring book. And I remember reading stuff like in Palmer's Picks, Charles Burns, Dan Klaus. Uh, Palmer would ask them, you know, how, how do you guys, how do you make your living? And they would say illustration and be very vague about it. Right. And I remember as a kid, like scanning, like the greeting card aisles, because every now and then you'd see something, you'd see a Gary Panther, it would be like Pee Wee yeah. uh, um, homework cards or whatever, but you would see hands that you recognize and I would always be like am I going to see a Charles Burns fucking American greeting card or a Dan Klaus coloring book out there somewhere mm -hmm. honestly like I wish they would all do a coloring book I would love to see just a collection of their line art yeah you know this kind of thing like like no block no blacks spotted or anything it's just their line work and again it's cool to see Toth putting this much effort into the lines you know, like, there's way more variation in these lines than almost any Toth I can think of. Yeah, and the interesting thing about this, too, actually, is, like, it's such a weird style, actually, for Toth, or, like, choice to do this, that you actually can learn. It's actually simplifying more than he normally would. You right. know what I mean? You're so right. it's even furthermore. The funny thing to me is... Imagine like probably like the one comic fan who like stumbled across this and he's like became the next colorist, you know, because he worked <laughs> in a fucking coloring book. <laughs> and you and you got this from somebody who de like off offline from yeah, somebody who yeah. absolutely has had no, no idea. Clue. Yeah, I think I bought it for like five bucks or ten bucks off of Etsy. <laughs> We've seen some really I'm sure everybody has seen some real lousy comic uh, coloring books, you know, stuff that just looks dashed out by somebody's like aunt or something. Mm -hmm. You can pay attention, like I imagine him having the blue line on all of these. Oh yeah. Because there's a lot of like compositional, you know, it feels like his mind is still working yeah. going through this stuff. You know, maybe doing more than you have to do on a job like this, but mm -hmm. it's Alex Toth, you know, could he do less? And, and probably not. 
but it does also feel like he's heading into that animation business if he's not already there in terms of the simplification and the line work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this could almost be like those Demolini books. Like you would never get that drawing from Toth you know, in a comic book, you know what I mean? So it's like kind of cool to see that. It is. And even within here you see a few different lines because you have your yeah. jacket almost like how do I describe leather or whatever this texture is. You have your big heavy like a little bit of shadow on the underside and then you have like there's art painted or drawn on here, and that's yet another line. So even within this simple style, Toth is kind of coming in and, and thinking about it. Because you see that type of like a line or a pattern on top of the art mm -hmm. that he's doing with probably a pen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just these markers. Yeah, and also motion. Like, Such balance. Know. Yeah, like, because what would we do, guys? We would do all of our Every lines line, there. Absolutely. And he inverts it because it's like, no, no, let's not confuse it. And plus, like, think about it for a kid. That'd be great to color. You know what I mean? Yeah, you need to put some oranges. Make it all yellow. Put some <laughs> yeah. orange lines. Uh, but it's that thing of, like, here's the underplane. Yep. Mm -hmm. So you add, add a little shadow there. Boom. Oh, God damn. Yeah. He, like, it, it's, it's all the... Like, you feel the swoop. It feels mm -hmm. like a... Yep. How do you draw two people a back view and a front view and make it feel like a circular motion? It's right. all in that braid. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of, uh, it makes me think of Jaime Hernandez's Queen of the Ring wrestling yeah. book recently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's cool to see that book because Jaime talks about like, oh, if, if you tilt the head, then it's, you know, like maybe she's a heel or she's, you know, happy with her work or something. Like all these like really small, subtle pieces. But what can you put into just a, a portrait or a simple drawing like this and what does it mean? Love to hear Toth, like, whatever thoughts he had on some of these things. Because some are by the numbers. You know, a guy on a horse drawing his gun, that's right. little boy. You know, that's, that's 101 for your little boy. It's right. a two-day uh, spread. It's that's the thing. It, it yeah, works as a spread. Yeah, exactly. Kind of make true. it exciting. Man, so, his, his line is just pure joy. So he can't help it, because this is a comic. Yeah, and you'll see a lot of sequential through that book, surprisingly. So I think it's one of those things where, like, it's like baby's first comic almost. You know what I mean? Wild stuff to think that this is Alex Toth and it does make me... I had no idea this existed until 20 minutes ago. <laughs> and it makes me think, like, how many other coloring books are out there that have notable artists really do, doing something in them? I wish Jeff Darrow finished his piece. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cut it open. <laughs> Some entrails. It, it, would, it would have every teeth and asshole and, and ball sack. Check out the variation between your barbed wire. Oh, yeah, totally. From page to page. Like, this is just a line. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, so almost like, like he figured out, like, nope, it's too complicated with exactly. all the lines and stuff. How do you really get to the essence? It reads. Yeah, he like, he's like training the audience, you know? It reads, man. Super cool. Man, what, what a an pleasure. artifact. Now, you talk about kayfabe effect. Like, <laughs> there can't be very many of these coloring books out there. And this is kind of like a mint condition. It's not yeah. colored. No kid got hold of it. Yeah, exactly. What a find. Amazing, Brian. Thanks so much for uh, bringing this by, dude. Totally. And let's get the heck out of here. Okay, yep. favorites, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell. We'll notify you when new vids are available. Jimmy, what do you have? I have Street Angel, Deadly Squirrel Live, back in print from Image Comics after a year out of print. Hulk Grand Design, uh, available now in comic shops. And the oversized Treasury Edition will be available in January 2023. Pre-order that one now. Let Marvel know that we need to make more of these Grand Designs. And join me on Patreon.com slash Moss, what do you have out there, man? My name is Brian Moss. I got Eightfold Path out through Abrams Megascope. Um, I'm the artist on that one. And then I also have out Outer Heaven, working on issue two currently. And uh, you can join me on my Patreon at Strange Things Moss. Also, my Instagram at Strange Things Moss. 
Red Room trigger warnings, Red Room the anti-social network, trade paperbacks in stores today. Murder on the dark web for fun and profit is the name of the game. Each of these books completely self-contained. So if you see one, scoop it up, doesn't matter which one. If you dig it, give the others a shot. Uh, I'm serializing all of this material on uh, my Patreon as well as new stuff that hasn't seen the light of day yet. Um, all this stuff is up there already, man. More than 300 pages worth of uh, comics. Three bucks is the cost for the uh, Patreon per month. Uh, hit up my link tree in the description below this video. You can order and pre-order current future Red Room comics and the Patreon is there also. Jimmy, what else do we have out there? Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts, merchandise, hats, fanny packs, and more at our spread shop in the links below this video. Another great way to support the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel. Give them those marching orders. We'll be on our way. Read more comics. Read them.